0: Welcome to Buddies for Life, the lifestyle platform for breast cancer survivors. Can prior radiation cause breast cancer? By Dr. Mia Hugo. Dr. Hugo answers this complex question. Ultimately, there is a minute chance. However, it's far outweighed by the risk of cancer you are currently facing. Radiation, as with all other cancer treatment modalities, carries some risk of adverse effects including rare secondary cancers, but the effectiveness of radiation in controlling the current cancer makes it an invaluable tool in the fight against cancer. Looking at the research, we owe a great deal of our knowledge of radiation-related cancer to the epidemiological studies of the Japanese atomic bomb survivors. The lifespan study of Japanese atomic bomb survivors, including 70,165 women from Hiroshima and Nagasaki, provides detailed risk estimates on radiation-associated breast cancer risk, with an overall rate of female breast cancer of 7.59 per 10,000 person-years. They found that the younger the patient was at exposure to the atomic bomb radiation, especially younger than 10 years old, the higher the excessive relative risk, ERR, for breast cancer or other cancers later in life. In therapeutic radiation, age also has an impact on risk, with women younger than 20 years at higher risk of therapeutic radiation-associated breast cancer than those exposed at older ages. Childhood cancer survivors provide useful data on therapeutic radiation-associated breast cancer, in particular female Hodgkin lymphoma, HL patients, who receive high-dose radiotherapy to the chest. Some reports on childhood HL survivors showed high risk of breast cancer later in life among patients diagnosed before 15. Secondary malignancies. The early detection of breast cancer through mammographic screening and improvements in breast cancer treatment, including therapeutic radiation, have increased the number of breast cancer survivors who are potentially cured of their disease and live long enough to develop late effects of treatment, which may include secondary malignancies such as therapy-related contralateral breast cancer, CBC, and breast sarcomas. CBC is a tumor in the opposite breast. There is some data that suggests that there is a slight excess risk of CBC after breast or chest wall radiation compared with non-irradiated patients. Data suggests that the risk may be higher with younger age at treatment. In the WeCare study, they found that women less than 40 years of age who received more than one gray of absorbed dose to the specific quadrant of the CBC had a 2.5-fold greater risk for CBC than unexposed women. No excess risk was observed in women older than 40 years of age. Similarly, another study found that fewer than 3% of all second breast cancers in this study could be attributed to previous radiation treatment. The risk, however, increased among women who underwent irradiation at a relatively young age, less than 45 years old. Radiation exposure after the age of 45 entails little, if any, risk of radiation-induced breast cancer. One study showed that CBC was higher for women who had received orthovoltage radiotherapy, an older technology, which increases the amount of scattered radiation to surrounding tissues. The absolute radiation-induced risk of CBC in the non-orthovoltage radiation trials was reported to be 1%, 1 out of 100 patients. BRCA1, BRCA2 For patients with known BRCA1, BRCA2 mutations, the risk of breast cancer after radiation is unclear. A nested case-control study didn't find an increase in CBC in carriers irradiated for breast cancer, irrespective of age several cell-based studies of BRCA1 and BRCA2 mutation carriers failed to show increased radiosensitivity. Whole-breast hyperfractionated radiotherapy is a shorter course of treatment, given usually over three weeks, and it's non-inferior in comparison to the conventional five weeks with respect to ipsilateral, same-side, breast tumor control. There is no evidence that modest hyperfractionation, such as used in these trials, impact either late cardiac toxicity or the risk of secondary malignancy. Radiation-associated sarcoma. The incidence of a radiation-associated sarcoma has been estimated to be well under 1% in exposed adult populations, ranging from 0.05 to 0.4%, 5 in 10,000 to 4 in 1,000 patients. Although women who undergo radiation for breast cancer have an increased risk of infield sarcomas that persist for 20 to 30 years or longer, the absolute magnitude of the risk appears to be small. Nevertheless, women who have inherited mutations in the ataxia telangiectasia mutated ATM gene are associated with an increased risk of radiation-associated sarcoma may choose to avoid breast-conserving therapy, opting instead for mastectomy. In future, we may be able to fine-tune the risk of CBC or breast sarcoma. Very early data indicates that diagnostic or therapeutic chest radiation may predispose patients with decreased stromal P10 expression to secondary breast cancer, and that the prophylactic EGFR inhibition may reduce the risk. What do I tell my patients when they ask? When asked about the risks and benefits of radiation, I explain that the risk for a secondary radiation-induced cancer is real, but very small, and is far outweighed by the risk of cancer that they are dealing with today. To view references, visit buddiesforlife.co.za.